Welcome back to the Crypto for Couples podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Josh. And this is episode two, and we are calling this episode Keeping Warm in a Crypto Winter. We would like to start off this episode with a quote of the week, which is, Relationships are like a walk in the park, Jurassic Park, by Anonymous. In this episode, we'd like to share about the dividing forces the crypto winter can create and ways to overcome them through practical ideas that we found helpful for us in our relationship. So babe, can you tell me what is a crypto winter? Sure, I'll give my best definition here. It's basically a prolonged downturn in the crypto markets that usually lasts multiple years. Some examples of crypto winters in the past are 2014 through 2016, and then 2018 to 2020. And we've just started a crypto winter this year, and who knows how long it'll last. Um, But these winters are typically marked by a deep sense of pain and sometimes regret in many crypto participants due to the huge price downturns and what feels like an existential threat to the crypto industry as a whole. These periods of crypto winters can be difficult for people who just entered the crypto scene during the last bull market, which includes ourselves. And though I didn't experience crypto winters in the past, it's clear that they were you know, very difficult and a lot of people weren't sure if, if crypto would make it to the next uh, bull run. Oh, okay. So crypto winter is basically when prices are sinking, um, there's not a lot of upside, and um, there's not a lot of gains. Is that correct? Am I getting that correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, One thing that makes this winter different, though, is that last year there was a lot more capital influx into the industry by large corporations that weren't seen previously in uh, downturns. Got it. Okay. So is this crypto winter a little warmer than the last crypto winter? Is that what you're trying to say? I think it was until this week. Uh, For anyone who's been keeping up, there's been a huge meltdown with FTX, a prominent crypto exchange, going down with, you know, basically in a billion, uh, $8 billion hole. Um, there's a lot of uh, shady dealings that were behind the scenes um, from this company's leaders, and it's only starting to come out. So there's a large um, sense of disappointment and you know shock in the industry right now. Um, and with the you know FTX meltdown, all the prices in crypto have gone, you know, 25 to 30% down and that's just bitcoin and ethereum so you know there's this is pretty 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 dark week in uh, crypto history so i can see why if you've been investing as a couple as we have that a crypto winter and something like the ftx meltdown being um or creating a lot of tension in a relationship if you've invested any amount of your um, assets. Absolutely. There's there's a lot of there's a lot less um, money reflected in the 
crypto accounts that <laughs> we, we've invested in, and I think that's across the board if anyone's exposed to this asset class. Um, there's kind of a sentiment among, you know, crypto uh, degens, as they say, degenerates, um, you know, like kind of the sense of uh, Elmo raising his hands in the fire, uh, that meme, or, you know, the dog with the cup in the, in the house on fire saying everything is fine, or, you know, I think that mentality kind of describes um, how some of some people look at, you know, the downturns in prices, um, including myself, because I feel like even with all the, you know, dips, it, it it's a, it's a long-term play. It's something that I believe in, you know, for the long term. So it's not like um, feeling the pressure to sell. Although uh, I don't blame anyone who is. Got it. Yeah, the house being on fire. I think for me, as the person in the relationship that's the least into crypto, it's felt like the house has been on fire for a long time. So for this to happen after the house already feeling like it burned down, I think for a lot of people, it could feel like a nuclear bomb went off on top of the house fire. Yeah, I think that's well said. Um... I know that's what I was feeling in May and June of this year, especially because we had a significant chunk of our crypto money in, in Celsius and it's still sitting there locked. We can't withdraw it. And we were also pretty heavily invested in UST. It's a quote unquote stable coin that uh, Terra, <laughs> you know, issued. And it, so much for stable. Yeah, this is the most unstable coin. Um, possible actually so yeah it's supposed to be a dollar and, and it went down to like five cents on the dollar and it's kind of just stayed around there so we're still hurting from that <laughs> yeah so yeah it's, it's been we've been burned that's for sure yeah we've been burned we've lost our home figuratively no we haven't lost our home but yeah, the, the home has been on fire and it feels like a nuclear bomb went off in the crypto world. So with all that, given all that being said, how do you maintain your relationship after a financial meltdown? And how do you deal with the stress or the blame, um, the urges to blame and attention uh, that can come up in a relationship when you've been through a financial hardship like some of these meltdowns that we're experiencing now. Yeah, at least for me, being the one who's pushed, you know, the agenda with crypto investing for us, it's easy to feel, you know, guilty or sad about the stress that I've put on your, on you and even myself. And just to feel worry about the future, you know, prospects of our investments and our financial future because uh, there's no guarantee that it's going to turn out the way I, I hope it will um, so it's 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 a weird juxtaposition because I feel confident about the long-term future of cryptocurrencies but the short and middle term is painful because you're um, we're just experiencing these downturns and constant sort of you know headwinds that uh, I guess you have to weather if you're going to get the ultimate um i guess success but it's even that's not guaranteed so it sort of just feels you know there's a lot of heavy emotions i think that comes with um being in this position 
Yeah, I think as the person in the relationship who isn't into crypto as much, or maybe not even very much at all, <laughs> um, I think some of my thoughts and feelings about, I don't know, it's, I don't know if I call it a crypto winter anymore. It sounds like it's more of a crypto nuclear explosion. Or an ice age. Or an ice age that follows a nuclear impact. I don't know, because of the ash that goes into the air and blocks out the sun, creates a crypto winter. Yeah, Um, that's a little too much geology. I don't know what you're talking about. But I I think for me, um, I feel pretty okay because... I didn't put as much stock into the crypto assets that were invested as you did, I think. Um, I kind of figured anything I let you or we agreed on that to invest would be pretty much, I had to be okay with it being completely lost. Yeah, so I had to become confident and okay if everything we invested turned out to be nothing and I think I felt like surrendered about that once you and I got to a good place in what we agreed on for our crypto monthly budget yeah that's a good point and I think it reminds me of something that I heard when I was first learning about crypto investing which is don't invest more than you can afford to lose or than you're okay with losing which I think it's a great piece of advice still and something I, I'll try to remember. But I think that's a good place to wrap up part one of this episode. We covered what a crypto winter is and some of the emotions that can come with it. So please join us in part two of how to keep each other warm in a crypto winter. <laughs>